The children lost their minds Begging for forgiveness Was such a waste of time And the bullets start to fly And the bells about to break When you hear them cry It's too much for me to take They said the world does not belong to you You are not the king I am not the fool They said the world does not I can't believe I'm actually gonna say this out loud The Miz The fucking Miz is your WWE champion in 2021? We're in the year 2021, and Miz is the WWE champion. I mean, that—that's really the only place we can actually start because, well, I tweeted out last night. I mean, I—I I, I think it's probably the most retweets I've ever got. 228 retweets. All I put was New Japan Pro Wrestling, Kota Ibushi, AEW, Kenny Omega. WWE dot dot and a picture of the fucking Miz and some of the replies we have got in this. I mean, last night really did bring out, you know, all these like, sorry if you're one of these people, one of these fucking lunatic nutters WWE fans, you know, like, as I always allude to, Alexa Bliss fan 1245 who fucking, do you know what I mean, thinks that fucking the Miz winning. Ah, oh, I still can't believe the Miz has won the WWE title, but. To be honest with you, it's not even annoying. It, at this stage, yeah, about, I was saying, about five years ago, I'd have been fucking fuming. I'd have been like, fucking hell, I stay up all the time to watch this show, and they give us... Now, we've just been threatened, been given so much garbage for the last God knows how long. It's funny. It's funny. In 2021, The Miz is the WWE champion on the road to WrestleMania. They've built... They've built... Drew McIntyre, all year, all year, they've built Drew McIntyre up, he beat Brock, didn't he, at WrestleMania last year, yeah, he retained against Seth Rollins, he was the star of the fucking Gymnasium Raw episode, yeah, he beat Bobby Lashley, anyone remember that, probably not, because it's Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley, and nobody could give a shit, Except a few losers on Twitter, right? And then he goes into his feud with Randy Orton. He wins twice. And then he drops the title for whatever stupid reason for three weeks before they put the title back on him. But basically, apart from three weeks, the last 11 months has seen Drew McIntyre as WWE champion. On the whole, for WWE, considering how bad they are at building babyface stars, I think we can all agree they've done a pretty good job with Drew. And Drew's done a good job himself. So... To one, not they clearly, for weeks we've been talking about who's Drew's opponent at WrestleMania. We know we've got Edge and Roman Reigns, but who's Drew's opponent? Could it be John Cena? Could it be Brock Lesnar? But no, by the looks of it, I mean, the funny thing is how much the Miz winning the WWE title is a complete irrelevance. Nobody's even talking about, oh, it's going to be Drew versus the Miz at WrestleMania. No. Nobody, all these weirdos on Twitter last night were like, oh, Miz is better than Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Nutters. Everyone who's saying that, nobody's even like, oh, it's going to be the Miz versus Drew at WrestleMania. No, because it's that ridiculous that the Miz is going to be in the title match at WrestleMania. Everyone's basically saying it's going to be Drew versus Bobby Lashley. And Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I mean, it's main event in TNA pay-per-views. It didn't even main event backlash. It didn't even main event backlash. A B-level pay-per-view last May. I mean, they've been keeping Bobby Lashley strong all year. And if you go back, listen to all these podcasts, I've been saying it just doesn't make sense. Why are they keeping Bobby Lashley so strong? Why? He's the most protected guy. He's a heel for one. And he's just beating baby faces clean. So I just assumed... To be honest with you, I'm not even going to give them the credit. I don't think they've been building him up for this match. I think they've just thought, right, Vince has gone in there yesterday and he's thought, right, who have we got to face Drew at WrestleMania? Nope, nope, nope. Oh, we'll stick it on Bobby Lashley. We'll give Bobby Lashley the shot at WrestleMania. That is basically what happened. There was no fucking plan in any of this shit. They probably don't even know now. They probably don't even know now who is going to face do you know what? It's not even who's going to face Drew Max. They probably don't know what the WWE Championship match is at WrestleMania yet. That's how fucking clueless this company are. I mean, 
And people are going to be like, oh, you're just an AEW fan slagging off WWE. I have said every WWE pay-per-view pretty much for the whole during this whole pandemic era has been good. Do you know what I mean? I've been defending them to friends, defending them, saying, do you know what? It's actually not that bad. I think they've done a good job with the pandemic. What an idiot I look. Because last night, they just undid everything. Everything. I mean, the pay-per-view as a whole, the wrestling was good. The chamber matches, the action in the matches were good, yeah? But the... the, The booking, the booking, if you can even call that, was just fucking awful. It really was. I mean, don't want to completely witter on about it, but hey, you're going to be stuck with it. Do you know what I mean? I am going to witter on about it because it was that bad. I mean, I was annoyed enough by the booking for the Universal Title Chamber match. That was bad enough. But then the main event, I mean, I just find it bizarre. Like, in what world are people... What world are people happy the Miz is champion, yeah? And I mean, like, the funny thing is, you're seeing all these replies to people on Twitter who are like, ha, 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 the Miz is champion. Oh, this is so funny. Posting pictures of people crying, right? I don't think anybody's actually that angry about it. It's more just facepalm stuff. It's more just laughable that they've put the belt on the Miz. I mean, the booking that they did, yeah, last night, it was like hot shotting. It was just stupid, but if they'd have done it with a guy other than The Miz, it wouldn't have probably been as bad, but The Miz, what is The Miz 40? I mean, The Miz first cashed in Money in the Bank in 2010. 2010! And he's cashing it in again 11 years later. Wasn't The Money in the Bank originally created for someone who was an up-and-mid-carder, a young up-and-coming guy, who they wanted to elevate to the main event. Isn't that what it was for? Edge was always flirting around the main event, but he never quite got his shot. So they gave it him. They gave it CM Punk, a young guy, who they was always flirting with the idea of giving him a main event spot. They put it on him. The second time around, they actually it actually worked. But recently, I mean, giving the... It's just short-term. It's so short-sighted. They shoved it on Otis. And when they took it off Otis, I was like... Good, because Otis, they're never going to stick the belt on Otis. They're never going to do that. Not in a million years. But to put it on The Miz, The Miz, I mean, they even had him lose. What was the pay-per-view he lost on, TLC? Was it TLC? He cashed in somewhere, and then they just gave it him back the next day. But, just, I mean, the only reason I can think they've done this, because they want to have the whole thing of Drew McIntyre winning the title at WrestleMania. Winning it in front of fans. That moment's gone. That was last year. He already has his big title win at WrestleMania. Yeah, it wasn't the way it was meant to be. But he's been built as a big, strong champion the entire year. So have him go into WrestleMania as the champion. As He's put such a good run together this last year. Have him go into WrestleMania as the champion. And if you want him to have his moment, he doesn't have to win the title. He can just retain the title. Do you know what I mean? I mean, the opponents... They, even Bob, Bobby Lashley, yeah. I, people saying, oh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. That, that's quite a good choice for WrestleMania. Are you fucking stupid? Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, yeah. Nobody is paying to go and see Bobby Lashley at Big Show. No offence to the guy, yeah. He's a good mid-carder, yeah. But that's it. That's it. Drew McIntyre. If I ring up all my mates that stopped watching five years ago, ten years ago, because fucking... Austin and The Rock don't come back every other week, yeah? And said, oh, are you tuning in to watch WrestleMania this year? Oh, why? What's the main event? Oh, it's Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, but it might not be because they might throw The Miz in there. They'd be like, nah, I'm all right, mate. Wrestling shit. That's exactly what they'd say because no people are like, oh, The Miz is a celebrity. They've put the belt on him because he's a celebrity. Is he fucking celebrity? Fuck me, if I, if I went down, no, knocked on my next door neighbour's door, man. alright mate, do you know who Mike Mizanin is? He'd look at me like I just slapped him around the face. He's not a celebrity, he's known to wrestling fans, because he's shit, yeah? He, he was, right, I've seen a lot of tweets that are like, oh, the Miz deserves it for all this hard work. I saw like a guy that I actually do quite respect, I'm not going to say his name, but he tweeted out, oh, the Miz deserves this. For his great run in 2016 to 2018. I was like, look, I respect your opinion. You're a really good journalist, but... 
what does what he did in 2016 have to do with if he should be WWE champion in 2021? The Miz has done fuck all for years. Absolutely nothing for years. He, what, what's he been doing? He's just... you. Put, if I switch on Raw, yeah, and the Miz and Morris and a sat there, I just fast-forward the segment. It's just like... Do you know I feel like people watching this are going to be like, oh, he's angry about it. I'm, I'm actually not angry. It's just laughable. Thank God. I never thought I'd say this, but thank God for coronavirus. Because if not, I'd be fucking spending about two grand to fly out to WrestleMania. Because I do that every year anyway. And the main event they give me on one of these nights is going to be Drew McIntyre versus fucking Bobby Lashley. A match that is not big enough to main event backlash. A match that... My window's right over there. I put this on Twitter before. My window's right over there. If I had some noise out of my window and I looked out and Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley were having a scrap outside my window, I'd close the fucking curtains. Maybe not that bad. But you know what I'm saying? It's not a WrestleMania-worthy match. I mean, me and Tebbs did a podcast. The, the night before the Royal Rumble, always the most exciting time because we, it, we can actually speculate and predict things that we'd like to happen that probably ain't going to happen. It probably ain't going to happen. Yeah? But it's nice to speculate. And then they serve us shit. Shit on a platter. And that's exactly what they've done. I mean, if they couldn't find an opponent for Drew McIntyre, I'd say I could sort of understand. But that's their fault. The whole year should be centred around your WWE title match at WrestleMania and your Universal title match at WrestleMania. It's not like they've just fought. Vince has walked in and gone, fucking hell, Bruce. Fucking WrestleMania's in six weeks. Who's facing Drew McIntyre? Do you know what I mean? They should be planning this for a year. The stone, it should have been set in stone who Drew was facing at WrestleMania. I mean, they gave us the AJ, AJ Styles. Drew, Drew versus AJ Styles. For me, that's not even big enough for WrestleMania. But it's better than Bobby Lashley at 44 years old. I was there the night Bobby Lashley returned, right? Um, at the Smoothie King Center, whatever, in New Orleans, yeah. And it was like, it wasn't a crazy pop. It was just like, oh, fuck, it's Bobby Lashley. He's back, wee. And then a week later, nobody cared. And that was, as as, as Ryan's just put, that was four years ago. It was at, Well, when he returned, it was actually three years ago, but I know what you're saying. But three years ago, Bobby Lashley returned. What's he done? What's he done? Has he had any good matches? I don't really remember any of these good matches. Has he, has he had an interesting promo? Do you know what I mean? He's been dominant against, like, Matt Riddle and stuff for the last six months. They've booked him strong. But is there anything where you can say, oh, my God, that Bobby Lashley match, that Bobby Lashley segment, that was great. No. No, there isn't. It's just... It's just fucking laughable, isn't it? And, I mean, I was, last night I was dying to tweet out stuff like, oh, thank God for AEW. And I'm probably a bigger WWE fan than I am AEW, right? But... <laughs> but... It's just like... I just don't know what all these people that are obsessive WWE fans are watching. Like, can you not be unbiased about this thing, right? It's the fucking Miz. The fucking Miz. We've gone through a horrible year, yeah? The pandemic, it's been horrible, yeah? WWE having this big show in front of fans at the end of it. The light at the end of the tunnel. And what are the plans for it? We'll have the Miz as champion. And maybe we'll move across to Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Fucking hell, how far we have fallen. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to swear on these podcasts, but whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're absolutely right, you're absolutely right. But I'm sure you'd do a better job on SmackDown versus Raw, Ryan, than the stuff that they're giving us at the moment. But, I don't know, I was sat there last night and I thought, I'm a 29-year-old man, I've got a five-year-old daughter, what the fuck am I doing sat here at half past two in the morning with work tomorrow watching this watching this but do you know what the worst thing is it's I don't even know I'm just wittering on here but I just can't believe that they actually did that last night but it's more the fact that everyone way the Miz deserved to win the title I hate it when people say he deserved it but the I just can't believe how like people are oh it was great it was great you people are the problem. You're the reason why WWE serve up shit. Because you accept it. We're, lo- we're lucky to have something happen on a pay-per-view. We're lucky. I watched Elimination Chamber 2010. 2010, yeah? In the build-up this week, yeah. Right. The, the, the championship, right, 
went from being from John Cena to Batista to set up John Cena versus Batista at Mania. They basically did the same thing here. But instead of John Cena and Batista, it's The Miz in the middle of it. The Miz. Fucking hell, The Miz. Jeez, honestly. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but nobody's paying to see The Miz. And I'm reading tweets like, oh, The Miz is a bigger draw than... The Miz is bigger and better than Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> are you stupid? Are, are these the fans that are just like, oh, sports entertainment fans? Do you know what I mean? They didn't watch Kenny Omega against the old Carter at Wrestle Kingdom. That's not for them. They don't want that shit. They want Miz and Morrison talking about hey, hey, ho, ho, whatever that bollocks was last year. That's for them. That's their sort of wrestling. Do you know what I mean? They didn't watch Kota Ibushi against Tanahashi in the final of the G1. Nah, that's shit. They don't want to see that. They want to see the Miz do the worst kicks ever. That's wrestling to them. It's just fucking hell. 102 people replied, and do you know what? The majority of them are happy the Miz is champion. It's just... It's just... it's. Like, I don't even know why I'm getting annoyed. I'm not even getting annoyed. It's just laughable that this is what they're doing. But to me, the Miz ain't even the problem. It's the fact that Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley is going to main event WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre is going to main event WrestleMania. They need to get on the phone to Brock. As much as the internet seems to hate Brock... He's a fucking star. If they'd done this with Brock, I'd be like, yeah, Brock, fair enough. Colt Ibushi, Kenny Omega, whatever. Brock Lesnar is a big deal. The fucking Miz ain't a big deal. Do you know what I mean? What, how many, this big celebrity, how many people watch his show on USA? 400,000 or something like that. Anyway, I'm having a bit of Mountain Dew. I was all happy about pubs opening about 17 minutes ago, and I've just had to talk about this absolute rubbish. Let me have a sip of this anyway. Ah, went down a treat. I guess we should really get into the show, but... Uh, I don't even... Uh, people are just going to watch this and think this guy hates WWE, which is not the fucking case. I mean, I've been positive about pretty much everything. I enjoyed the Rumble. TLC was alright. Survivor Series was okay. I thought Hell in a Cell was really good. Uh, what was the September pay-per-view? I don't know. Payback. They didn't do a September pay-per-view, did they? They did Payback and SummerSlam. They were fine. I didn't even enjoyed Extreme Rules, that fucking horror show, but it's all well and good doing that stuff then. This is it's the role to wrestle, mate. The, the lack of planning is what gets me. It's just like, I'm sure right now, it, ugh, do you know what? I don't care. I'm a, if I want to compare WWE to AEW, I fucking will, right? If you rang up Tony Khan now, yeah, and said, all right, Tony lad, what in your head, what's your outline plan for the main event of Double or Nothing? What's your outline plan for your main event of All Out in September? I think he'd probably have a good idea. You rang Vince, he'd be like, alright Vince, what's main event in Raw tonight? He'd be like, didn't start for 15 hours, how the fuck should I know? Fucking hell. But, I guess we better get into this show, seriously. I mean, I'm really, really not even sure if I can be bothered with it. But, I guess we're going to have to be fair. Like I did say, the wrestling, yeah, the wrestling on the show was actually alright. But... When the booking brings it down so badly. I mean, the main event particularly. The main event was... I was watching this match and I'm thinking, the action is actually pretty good. But the people that are in the match, it's just putting me off. I don't care about Jeff Hardy. I don't care about fucking... Uh, I tell you what. They, when did they, they put the Miz in this match, didn't they? What? When did they put the Miz in this match? Last week. The Miz was in this match two weeks ago, and he got taken out last week, right? So two weeks ago, they did not have The Miz winning the title tonight as part of their plan. It was not in their plans. They put him in the match, and The Miz was never going to win in the match, yeah? So two weeks, two weeks ago is how long they planned this. They probably only decided it on the Sunday, but I don't know. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I was sat there before the Rumble, I'm thinking... Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus even, that's not really WrestleMania worthy, is it? But at least it had a long-term story of build. They've literally just thrown together Lashley and Drew. Now, what are we on, February the 23rd or something? They've just thrown it together because they've panicked. That's what they've done. They've panicked, can't get John Cena, they can't get Brock Lesnar by the looks of it. So, we'll have to go with the next best thing. And Lashley, fucking hell. Lashley was no good when he was... Do you remember when Lashley was being pushed as, like, the top babyface in, like, 2007? The crap... The thing is, as well, that they've forgotten about, this... 
Hull, Drew McIntyre. I think they might have forgotten because they've got that used to the Thunderdome. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania, right? Is it really going to garner a reaction from the fans? I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, the cr- I just can't imagine the crowd like getting into a Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley match. They've got that used to this Thunderdome crowd that they, like is it is is they want Drew to get this big moment, don't they? Of him winning the title at Mania. Does anyone else see Raymond James Stadium exploding for Drew McIntyre beating Bobby Lashley? I don't. I don't think they will. And I, I don't even know. Don't even know. A few comments. Ryan's cat could book a better show. Yeah. My, my well, my mum's could as well. All three of them actually. But anyway, let, let's get let's get into it. Let's get into the show. So it, it seems like ages ago now. I mean, the show started with the um, basically they announced that Keith Lee yesterday. It was it'd been rumored for what appeared seemed like days that um, Keith Lee wouldn't be in the match, um, the triple threat match for the U.S. title. But they didn't announce it for some reason. It was only like really announced pretty much like. What, a couple of hours before the show? I think PW Insider um, sort of revealed that um, he wouldn't, Keith Lee wouldn't be on the show. And then WWE quickly basically threw together this match. It was Mustafa Ali. This is on the pre-show, by the way. Mustafa Ali versus John Morrison versus Ricochet versus Elias. Some pretty talented guys. I was looking at it and I thought, out of all of these four people, who would I least want to see in the match? Probably Elias. So I'm surprised they didn't go with him, but the match itself, it was like, it was an alright match. You know what I mean? The thing is, I don't get with these pre-show matches. There's only there's only one match on these pre-shows, right? But they never give them time, do they? Like, I think this went six minutes, and it's like, I sat through an hour of JBL and Booker T just bullying Pete Rosenberg. And it was like, career just had like a 15-minute match maybe here or something. It's not like, do you know what I mean? It's not like there's a crowd or anything to watch it, but I mean... I don't know. I mean, I was expecting, really. I thought maybe they might give this to Ricochet. Maybe throw Ricochet a bone, maybe. Do you know what I mean? I think he's just re-signed on So, Ricochet versus Matt Riddle versus Lashley. Ricochet and Riddle can work off um, Lashley. This would be good. But no, of course, they went with the guy who's like, what, 40 years old in a stupid mid-card act at the moment. I mean, John Morrison, when he re-signed, I thought, yeah, this is actually going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty good. Morrison done really well for Impact, done well. Lucha Underground and with the Indies. Well, was he really with many Indies? I suppose he was. But they shoved him back with a Miz. So, did I really want to see him in this match? No, he's going nowhere. He's doing nothing, just like the Miz who, by the way, is the WWE champion, in case you forgot. So, yeah, John Morrison gets the win here, but no, it's typical WWE booking. They should have gone with Arlie or Ricochet, but... As I said, typical WWE booking. And we get John Morrison with the win. I went two and three quarter on this. It was it was fine, weren't it? You never really get great pre-show matches from WWE. Um, and on to the main show. The first thing I had me rolling my eyes that I heard on the main show. It was Michael Cole. Michael Cole, bless him, goes, This structure was invented by Triple H back in 2002. I thought, what? He, he was in it. But it was shown to the world by Eric Bischoff. So I thought, yeah, basically, storyline-wise, it was Eric Bischoff, but you're trying to give it Triple H. Oh, all right, then. Um, but, yeah, as expected, the opener to the show was the... Is it Universal? Do you know what? These titles are rendered that meaningless at the moment. I actually forget which one's which. It, for the Universal title, it's Baron Corbin versus Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. On paper, this is pretty pretty talented Rumble. Rumble, pretty talented chamber, in it? I mean, you've got, like, Jey Uso's been really good this year, the last, well, the last six months. Kevin Owens, really good. Cesaro's great. Daniel Bryan's one of the best wrestlers in the, in the world, but being wasted. Sami Zayn's really good. Corbin is fine. So, yeah, it was always going to be a good match, and it was. It was a good match. I'm not going to go into, like, all the, oh, he did this move, he did that move, but I tell you what... <laughs> I tell you what, at 29 years old, off topic, it's a lot harder staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning watching these shows and getting up for work. When I was 16, 15, I used to do this. Go to school the next morning on three hours sleep. Sit through school, come back, go on wrestling forums like the cool kid that I am. Get excited for Raw, stay up till 4 to watch Raw. Go back to school on Tuesday and just be like, completely dead for school. But, yeah, 13 years later, life's hit, and, yeah, it is a lot harder to stay up for these shows. I mean, I'm probably going to stay up, aren't I? The thing is, the AEW shows are so much harder to stay up for because 
they finish at five. That extra hour makes all all the fucking difference. But back to the to this match, I say it, it was a good chain match. I won't call it great, but it, it was a really good chamber match. I mean, Cesaro and Brian start, and as soon I've got in my notes here, I'm expecting these two to be the last two, and they were. Um, we get Corbin out, Sammy's out. Um, we get some nice little spots where Cesaro and Sammy are fighting on top of the pods. Um, Cesaro is actually doing pull-ups from the top of the chamber. Bangs his head, bless him. But yeah, Cesaro was the star of this match. I mean, um, he eliminates Baron Corbin, which Cesaro to eliminate Baron Corbin two years ago wouldn't have happened. So at least it shows they are somewhat interested in pushing Cesaro. Um, we get Kevin Owens out. Sami Zayn's like, oh, we're old friends. Let's team up. Let's work together. Obviously, that was never going to happen. Kevin Owens throws him into the pods. Um, we get some good spots from Kevin. Kevin Owens running wild on anyone, as he said on SmackDown. He's hitting stunners on everyone. Um, he does a moonsault off the top. And in true WWE fashion, if someone's running wild in one of these multi-man matches and it's an elimination, they're probably going to be the next to get eliminated. But it wasn't actually the case because Sami Zayn, he hits a stunner to Sami Zayn, eliminates him. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't mind Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. At WrestleMania, do you know what I mean? I feel like they've always flirted with that match, haven't they? Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, WrestleMania. We thought they were going to give it us at WrestleMania 32, but they sort of like shoved that build into uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Was it Money in the Bank then? No, it was an Intercontinental title ladder match. But then one of the best spots of the match, so just after Sami's gone, this looks another WrestleMania match that's going to come up. Um... Jay Uso traps Kevin Owens as the cage is open to let Sami Zayn out. Kevin Owens is like looking through it, and Jay Uso attacks him from behind, gets his arm into the cage, slams it shut brutally. He's kicking it with great offense, hits a splash, and that's Kevin Owens gone. So that sets up Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso. Hopefully for WrestleMania, maybe they'll spunk the load and do it at um, Fast Lane. Maybe I mean I'm hoping not, but um, it might be might be what they do. Um, but yeah, so Kevin Owens is out of here, and we're left we're left with Jey Uso, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro. And at this point, I'm thinking before the match, I would have gone with Cesaro um, as, as my prediction. I thought it would have made the whole this whole match all it needed to be was just get someone over, get someone over. Yeah, Cesaro just turn babyface, have him go over, look like a beast in the match. Have Roman come out. Have Roman go six, seven minutes with him. Have Cesaro be competitive, but tell the story of he's just gone through 45 minutes. Cesaro comes out looking like a star, like Kofi did with Daniel Bryan. Everyone goes back to that chamber two years ago. Kofi came out of it looking like a fucking star, but he lost. He lost, but he was made that night. If they'd have done that with Cesaro this year, he would have been made. But no, they went with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is probably one of, oh, I hate the term favourite wrestlers, but he probably, if that's, that's what he is, I love watching Daniel Bryan, right? But, this wasn't the night for Daniel Bryan to win this match. The Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, I mean, I was tweeting out about this, yeah, last night. You've got the babyface Daniel Bryan versus the heel Roman Reigns has been a story that's been sat there since 2015, six years ago it's been sat there. It... If it could be told in front of a, in front of like a big arena of fans, it would be fucking brilliant. Maybe that can't happen, yeah? They could have still... This this is a WrestleMania match. Face Daniel Bryan versus heel Roman Reigns is one of the biggest matches that they've got left with their current roster. I mean, Daniel Bryan seems to be insistent on putting people over, but what Daniel Bryan doesn't seem to realise is the screaming out for a top baby face that the fans love. And he is that top baby face. He's only 30, 39 years old, Daniel Bryan, yeah? I don't know why this is all like, oh, they're phasing him out. I wish they phase out the fucking Miz. But, do you know what I mean? Maybe Bobby Lashley at 44 years old. How about we phase him out? But no, Daniel Bryan's too old for this, apparently. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is a WrestleMania main event. I don't want this Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley is not a WrestleMania main event worthy match. But, of course... Which one of the matches takes place at Elimination Chamber? Brian wins the Elimination Chamber after, I think, Uso eliminated Cesaro. Is that how it, I don't know. I don't even know. Is that how it went? Is that how it went? Yeah, we go down to Uso versus Brian. Uso versus Brian. Brian gets the running knee for the pin, yeah. So, Brian wins the Chamber. 
And then Roman comes out straight away. You could read it like a book that that was going to happen. And I'm thinking, oh, they're wasting. They've kept... Since Daniel Bryan's been back, been back since, what, Mania 34? Three years now, yeah? They've flirted with the idea. They've flirted with the idea of doing this Bryan-Roman feud. The Bryan-Roman match. But it's never happened. It's never been the right time. And I'm glad they haven't done it right. Save it for WrestleMania. Maybe main event of SummerSlam with it. I'm thinking they're going to fucking waste this match. They're going to think how hot Brian, the Brian Roman thing. Roman is in the position where he is now because of Daniel Bryan. It took Roman Reigns six years to find his proper role on the roster and not just get rejected as a babyface. It took him six years because of Daniel Bryan. Their stories are interlined, yeah. The main event of WrestleMania is written there for you. Maybe not this year. Do it next year. But no, we had to have it here. In the, oh, in the second match on Elimination Chamber, and it went a minute and a half. I mean, it was always going to be short, but Brian basically, Roman comes in, it looks like Brian might get him in the yes lot, but no, Roman just chokes him out like a bitch. I'm thinking, the problem you've got here is now Roman's fucked over Daniel Bryan, yeah? I want to see that match at WrestleMania this year. And then it... Right after it, Edge comes out and hits the spear on, on Roman Reigns. And I'm thinking, you've just... You didn't need to get a match for me to want to see at WrestleMania. You didn't need to get me hopes up. You didn't need to get me to want to see this Brian Roman match at Mania. Save it, yeah? Save it. You just push Cesaro and that's it, done. Yeah? And then we can move on to Edge versus Roman. But instead, I'm sat here thinking, like a lot of people, do I really want... Is Edge versus Roman the match that... I want to see now. No, it's Brian versus Roman. Brian's just busted his ass, gone through the entire elimination chamber, yeah? And basically, Roman's come out and just beat him. He's beat him. I want to see a fully fit, a fully healed Daniel Bryan take on Roman Reigns. I don't want to see Edge versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So the whole point of this, I'm guessing, is to make you want to see Edge versus Roman. That's the Mania main event on one of the nights. That should be the match they make us want to see. But no. They try and make us want to see Brian versus Roman. I mean, what are they going to do? Have Brian versus Roman at Fastlane, maybe? I tell you, they're lucky. They're really lucky, you know. They'd have tried this bollocks in front of fans. I, I think fans might turn on Edge. I really do. If they, for a start off, fans would have been fucking fuming that Cesaro didn't win this chamber match if there'd have been fans in this building. And then when Brian wins, for Edge to come out. Brian would have been over as anything winning the Elimination Chamber, yeah? Fans would have been hyped up for this. Brian finally is a babyface. He's facing heel Roman. And it ends in a minute. And then Edge comes out for a spear. The crowd would have been lukewarm. I mean, I was tweeting out last night. This myth that Edge is like this saviour babyface. No, he wasn't. He never was. Edge constantly was a failure as a babyface. I mean, I love Edge to bits. He was a great heel, and I can see why he's babyface now. I can see why he's babyface. He's, what, 47 years old, coming back from this life-threatening, not life-threatening, career-threatening injury. He retired, yeah? can see why he's babyface. But he's never really done it as a face. I mean, SummerSlam 2004. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto are a bit fucked. He's the hometown hero in the Intercontinental title match. These fuckers in Toronto boo him out of the building and then he starts getting booed on Raw every week and they have no choice but to turn him heel. No choice, right? So that's one occasion. Then, 2010, I just watched the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, right? Edge wins the Royal Rumble as a babyface. Royal Rumble 2010, Edge wins as a babyface, yeah? He then delays who he's going to choose as his opponent. Where have I seen that before? Right? And he faces Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Heel Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Chris Jericho is so hot as a heel at this point in time, yeah? He was fresh out of, what, his 2009-2008 run. Babyface Edge versus heel Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. That building did not give a shit. If you remember, it was the whole when Edge was like, spear, spear, spear. Never got, never clicked on with the fans. And Edge returning in January as a babyface, his, his run as a face was that bad. By the time the, the May pay-per-view came around, he was a heel. He was a heel working against Rand, 
Working against Randy Orton. It's crazy. You'll like refer from these points in history 12 years ago. And everything's the same. Over the limit 2010. Edge versus Randy Orton. Have we not just been seeing that for the last year? Heel Edge versus face Randy Orton. 2010 over the limit. So in three months, Edge has gone from returning as the babyface to being forced to turn heel because he didn't work as a babyface. That was twice. The lucky, the very lucky they've got the Thunderdome with the way they're booking. Because the crowd would be shitting all over some of this. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they shit on Drew against Lash. I don't think they'll shit on it. I think they'll just be lukewarm for it. So yeah, I was a bit annoyed. But, hey. But if you've been watching this podcast from the start, that's been the theme of the day. Um, Ryan's saying, Brian versus Cesaro versus Roman at Fastlane. Yeah, that, that's an option. I mean, it does keep the singles match open. I mean, I want to see Cesaro versus Roman singles match. I want to see Brian versus Roman singles match. Maybe that can happen after after WrestleMania, but this Fastlane is really becoming a... I don't know, it's just like, it, it's, it wasn't needed, was it? Do you know what I mean? If now, we could just have a solid six weeks of building up on TV. The fast lane, we don't need Roman defending the title. We just, let's just concentrate. Let's try and save the damage they've done and get hype behind this Roman versus Edge feud. Um, we've got another comment from Christopher. Christopher saying he thinks that the SmackDown Chamber was the best thing on the... Yeah, it was, it was. It was the best, it was definitely the best match, but I just had problems with the booking of it. It, it it should have been Cesaro's moment. Cesaro's time to shine. So, right, Cesaro has gone over Daniel Bryan, right? Cesaro's gone over Daniel Bryan two or three times, right, in the last few weeks on SmackDown. It's just 50-50 booking. Get, if you're going to get behind Cesaro, yeah, to have him go over Bryan clean twice, have him push further in this chamber match, have him win the chamber. It does no good for no one. Bryan's lost. It's like the attitude Dudu he clearly would have had is, oh, well, Brian's going to win the Elimination Chamber, so Cesaro can beat him twice. And nobody gets over from it. Nobody it's holding people back the entire time. Just go full force with someone. Have Cesaro beat Brian twice. Have him win the Chamber. Go all the way with him. Not, not pussyfooting around it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I just get the feeling they're going to... I feel like... To be fair, they didn't waste Brian Roman. I was saying I was worried they was going to waste it at the Elimination Chamber. They didn't fully waste it last night. But they're making people want to see it now. Want to see it at Fastlane. You want to see it at WrestleMania. We're not getting it at WrestleMania. Instead, we're getting Edge. You just... <sighs> what is going to happen at WrestleMania, right, is this. Like I said, it's like they forgot. They've got that used to the Thunderdome. They're forgetting what is going to happen at WrestleMania. And that is going to be... There's going to be 25,000 people in this building, yeah? And they're going to want people to be cheering Edge. The booking, the handling of Edge as a babyface the last few months has not been good, yeah? Edge track record as a babyface has not been good. They're going to throw Edge out there. And I feel a bit sorry for him. They're going to throw Edge out there. And this is going to be the first time fans have had the chance to see this cool heel Roman Reigns that we've been wanting for years, yeah? It's the first time he's going to be live in front of a crowd, yeah? He's going to get cheered at WrestleMania. There's no way the whole crowd at WrestleMania are going to boo Roman Reigns. They're going to cheer Roman Reigns over Edge, I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet. And Edge, bless him, is going to be out there. They're going to want Edge to get his big moment back at WrestleMania competing for the title. And I think, I would not be surprised if you get big sections of that crowd at Raymond James Stadium booing Edge and cheering Roman Reigns. Certainly, if anything, the way they've handled this feud so far is anything to go by. I mean, they backed themselves into a corner. I just don't see Roman Reigns getting booed at Raymond James Stadium. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. He's going to get cheered at WrestleMania, and poor Edge is going to be the victim of it, which is why you probably would have been better going with Brian or Cesaro, because at least they wouldn't probably wouldn't get booed. Um, but yeah, so that's basically that Roman Reigns still champion is expected. I don't know where they go at fast lane from this. Um, I don't know really. I think I don't think the best. Do we really need another title match? I mean, we know we're getting Roman versus Edge. Yeah, as the fireworks pointing at the sign last night, Michael Cole decided to tell us about twenty times. Um, I think the best bet to do is just Roman and Jay in a tag team match at fast lane versus Edge and Christian maybe. Is that, is that a shout? Edge and Christian versus Roman Reigns and Jey Uso at Fastlane. I'd be fine with that. 
I think we need to fully concentrate on Roman Reigns versus Edge now. They need to put Cesaro, put Daniel Bryan to one side. They've messed that up. That's done. That's gone. Let's concentrate on trying to save this main event at WrestleMania. Um, and Edge, Edge and Christian teaming up. Do you know what I mean? That's going to gain interest. I think that would be the right way to go. So if you're asking me what I think will be the match that Roman Reigns is in at Fastlane, it's going to be Roman and Jay teaming up to take on Edge and Christian and maybe even maybe Edge. Maybe maybe you could have Edge and... See, I wouldn't have Edge and Cesaro or Edge and Bryan teaming up because then it's going to be like, well, do I really want to see Edge in this match, in the main event of Mania against Roman? I'd probably sooner see Bryan, but luckily, like I say, they're so lucky they don't have fans in the building. They're so lucky... Um, yeah, so star rating-wise, I went three and three quarters on that match. It was a really good chamber match, and I would have gone higher if the booking wasn't fucking terrible. Um, we got a backstage segment. I'm not going to run through the backstage segments. I've gone a lot longer than I wanted to here, but I've got Bunny slaps The Miz. God knows. But that's another thing. Bad Bunny, what's Bad Bunny versus The Miz? What's going on with that? They're building the Miz up for so many different things at the moment. Um, next, we get the United States Championship match. It's Bobby Lashley versus Matt Riddle versus John Morrison. It was a decent match. It was a decent match. Action-wise, it was good. Um, we had Riddle and Morrison teaming up. To um, It's mad, it? You've got two heels and one babyface in the match, but the, <laughs> the two heels aren't going to work together, no. One babyface and one heel is going to work together on the heel. Typical WWE. Um, but yeah, I think the match of this, it makes sense why if they was really going to go with Lashley at Mania, then they needed to get the belt off him, which is why the whole triple threat match was happening, because Lashley could lose the belt without taking a pin. So that part did make sense. But what I don't want to see, which is I know I'm going to see, is, well, I already have seen it. Oh, see? All these people who've been criticising the booking of Matt Riddle since he's been on the main roster. What are you saying now? See, they didn't bury Matt Riddle. Really? Really? Riddle is the US champion, yeah? By attacking the heel from behind with a crutch. He didn't even pin the champion. And then when he wins the match, he doesn't even celebrate in the ring because he's too busy running away like a fucking coward from the heel. So, yeah. Matt Riddle wins the United States Championship here and does not get over in the process. Does not at all. This is... This is, the only person they cared about in the booking of this match was Lashley. So, I'm not saying it's bad booking in terms of if that's the only one you care about. It was good booking. But my argument is they should care about Matt Riddle because the guy could be a fucking superstar. But they don't care about Matt Riddle. He's been given the US Championship out of necessity here. Um, I think probably if Keith Lee wouldn't have been... I don't know. I don't want to speculate what's up with Keith Lee. But if he'd have been in this match, it probably would have been Keith Lee that would have took the title. But they didn't want to put it on Morrison, so they had no choice but to put it on Matt Riddle. I'm going to have a sip of this Mountain Dew. Because <sighs> I need to take a breath. But yeah. The match itself was probably like a three-star match. It was... It was, was alright, weren't it? It was alright. Um... Ryan saying Miz versus Priest. I suppose they could go with that. But it's mad, isn't it? Like, we're six weeks away from WrestleMania. Does anyone really think that the WWE Champion at the moment is going to be in the WWE Championship match at Mania? No. It's crazy. Do you know what I mean? When before WrestleMania, six weeks out, have we said, well, he's WWE Champion, but he won't be the champion going into the show. That's how shit the Miz is. Um... Right, where were we? We've got a few comments. We'll be talking about Randy Orton later on, so I'll be talking about that comment we've got in the chat there. Next match was Sasha and Bianca versus Shayna. Now, what did people think of this match? People in the chat, what, what did you think of this match? I mean, thought it was okay. It was okay, but I don't know. It was just a bit... I'm, I've seen a lot of people saying, well, at least Bianca didn't take the pin. But I'm not sure if Sasha really needs to take a pin this this close, do you know what I mean, to Mania, but I suppose for whatever reason they weren't putting the belts on, I mean, the finish was stupid, we get Reginald, Reginald's out, he's trying to pass Sasha a champagne bottle to use on Nia, ref takes it off her, um, Nia just beats Sasha, and it was just like, I don't want to be seeing Nia pinning Sasha, at all, I just don't want to see it, excuse me, I thought it was dumb, I thought it was dumb booking, but... I don't know, I would have much preferred them to just gone with dissension. Give a bit of dissension between Sasha and Bianca and instead we didn't get that. I mean, I don't know where this Reginald thing's going. 
A lot of people seem to think that maybe they're going to add Carmella into the Sasha Bianca match and make it a triple threat match. I'm not sure if they'll do that. I don't think. I think it should be one on one. Maybe they'll do Sasha versus Carmella at Fastlane. I mean, we've seen that twice now on pay per view. There's no need for that. What I think they might do is they'll have babyface Sasha versus babyface Bianca at um, Mania. Maybe have Be- have um, Reginald pass Sasha the champagne bottle at WrestleMania. Have Sasha retain the title via shenanigans at WrestleMania. I think that's where it could be going. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of the whole... Do you remember Mania 20 where it was... Um, I tweeted this out last night where it was Christian, Chris Jericho and Trish and that whole love triangle thing. I know it's not quite like that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they do throw a swerve um, with Reginald. Reginald and Sasha, I can see them being a little act together. They do seem to have good chemistry. Although I, I'm not sure if I'd be turning Sasha um, heel this soon, but maybe that is the way that they want to go. I mean, if they're making Bianca the top babyface then I suppose it doesn't make... You don't need Sasha as a baby face on there. Um, RJ Yash is saying, will Sasha Banks turn heel before WrestleMania? Don't think it will be before, but it wouldn't surprise me if it happened at WrestleMania. I, I, what I don't like, though, is Sasha was a heel like until, like, what, SummerSlam? Around SummerSlam time, just before SummerSlam. So, I don't like the constant flip-flopping heel babyface, heel babyface. We've seen it with Kevin Owens over the years. And I feel like it sort of, like, takes the momentum out of it. As soon as Sasha stay babyface for a few years. She's a star, isn't she? I mean, I'm about to watch her as soon as I finish this on the Stone Cold podcast. Um, Whereas, I wouldn't rush out normally and watch that. But, because it's Sasha, because Sasha's great, I am going to go out on my way to watch that. So, I... As soon as Sasha be like one of the top, Sasha should be the top babyface on Raw. Bianca top babyface on SmackDown. But don't know, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they turn Sasha heel. Um, Reggie versus Sasha at Fastlane. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite be. They did it on SmackDown actually, didn't they, the other week? And it was all right. So maybe they'll go that way. Um, yeah, they could do that. But the only problem is that they're not willing to have the male get offense in on the female, so there was a lot of circuit de Soleil in the last match, So, but it was fine, weren't it, it was fine, um, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see whether or not they do that, but as as for this match, as I say, I thought the match, it was alright, there wasn't a bad match on the show, I mean, you can go back and watch old WWE pay-per-views, there's quite a few bad matches, but this was actually, there was no bad matches on the show, um, it was just fucking bad booking that ruined it for me. Um, but the crazy thing about this was, so this match, this match um, finishes, was straight into the main event. I was like, oh, all right. I mean, it was like, it was like half past one UK time, running 90 minutes into the pay-per-view, and we're going straight to the main event. I mean, obviously on the show originally was Oscar versus Lacey Evans. Now, yes, I mean, last last Monday on Raw, Lacey Evans announced she's pregnant. Yeah, it's a Ric Flair storyline, why she's pregnant in real life. So it was like, who's gonna re- who's gonna be the replacement at Elimination Chamber? A lot of rumors it was gonna be Rhea because where's Rhea? Where's Rhea Ripley? Everyone, where is she? She's nowhere to be seen, right? And yesterday it was like there were sources saying, oh, um, there's not gonna be a women's match on the show. But then I'm watching the pre-show, and it, is it Charlie that does the pre-show? She openly says, who is gonna be the replacement for Lacey Evans tonight? Who's gonna step up and face Oscar? And I was like, oh, so they are doing an Oscar match. And then, to not have it before the chamber, I thought, oh, maybe something big's happening here. We'd seen WrestleVolts tweet the eyes, and he's obviously, he obviously was tweeting about the Miz winning the title. But, yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't do anything. It just shows a complete lack of care about where they're doing with the Raw women, women's title. I mean, yeah, plan, the plan clearly was they were going to go with Charlotte versus Lacey at WrestleMania. Lacey would have won the title tonight, I'm pretty sure of that, but... We know do we book on the edge of the pants anyway. So would it have mattered? Could they have brought some it? But I don't know. To not even address why they've cancelled the match, I thought was just a little bit strange. When they could have said, "Look, Oscar's not Oscar. The Oscar match didn't take place. They could have had Oscar had a backstage interview or something." But no, it wasn't even mentioned. We were just sat there waiting for the match, seeing if it would happen. Oscar's and Oscar, uh, what is going on here? What is going on here? No, wasn't even. Sorry, I opened up the YouTube window there. Hey, I'm only a month into doing these um, live podcasts. But yeah, they didn't even bother. They didn't even bother. 
Oh, what is going on with the audio here? Right, we're back. We're back. Don't worry about it. We are back. Right. So, into the main event. I mean, I'm sure you're all sick of hearing me talk about the Miz thing. So, I will actually talk about this match. I mean, we do get a backstage segment before where you see MVP talking to the Miz. And I was just like, MVP talking to the Miz. And then I was sat there and I thought, do you know what? I was watching the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from 2010 this week. Who had a match against each other at the Elimination Chamber in 2010? It was MVP versus The Miz. MVP and The Miz had a match together 11 years ago on this pay-per-view. 11 years ago. And here they still are, 11 years later, playing a significant role on the show. I was just like, does nothing change here? What? It's just crazy. Just the, the similar similarities between the pay per view in 2010. This very the first ever Elimination Chamber pay per view. The similarities between that show and this show are staggering. The staggering in that opening Elimination Chamber match, we had Orton in it, we had Sheamus in it, and we had Kofi in it. The first Elimination Chamber on Elimination Chamber pay per view. Those three were in that match 11 years ago, and here they are in the match again. In the match again, the segment backstage before the match, MVP versus The Miz, to having a little chat together. Those two were in a match together on that pay-per-view. It's unbelievable, 11 years later, and people are like, oh, but they're paying off a storyline. No, the fucking not. It's just potluck. Just potluck. I mean, I seen people last night when The Miz had won, they was like, oh, well, see, th th this is why what MVP was talking about four months ago on Raw, it was planned all along. No, it wasn't, but... Anyway, I guess I better talk about this fucking match. I mean, I'd sort of given up by this point. The bad booking, I knew more was probably going to come. Um, the funny, funniest part was when Orton comes out and he's taunting all the other people. You've got like Kofi's going, I, "I love your quads." Oh, have you been doing? Have you been doing? Um, I can't forget the exercise. You've been doing squats, Randy. I was like, "Well, that was a bit weird." Um, but you have AJ laughing, AJ laughing at Randy Orton going scary, man. That AJ laugh I will always associate now with him sitting up out of the coffin in that classic last year at WrestleMania where he goes, oh, what a ride. I mean, see, I can be positive about WWE. The Boneyard match was fucking brilliant at last year's WrestleMania. But anyway, here we are back in 2021. I mean... Well, the weird thing was that Orton gets eliminated first. I was surprised. I mean, I heard all these things on the day yesterday. Ooh, maybe Bray will come. They've been building up this Fiend return for three months. Maybe maybe the, the Fiend will set Orton's pod on fire. Maybe the lights will go out on the Fiend or Alexa will be in the pod. No. Orton just eliminated via roll-up from Kofi. That was it. I mean, maybe they just didn't want loads of angles in one match, but... Who knows? All that build over these last few weeks. I, th I mean, we all thought the Fiend were going to return at um, the Royal Rumble and cost Orton. Nope. We all thought he'd return the next night on Raw. Nope. In that match against Edge. We all thought he was going to come back at the Chamber tonight. Nope. Let let's just have him come back a week before the pay-per-view and we'll just go on with it from there. Um, but yeah, after TLC pay-per-view, Randy Orton's booking should have been much better as he is expected to face the Fiend at WrestleMania. Oh, Jay, I know what you're saying. I mean, the Randy Orton-Fiend match is probably going to be taking place at Mania, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty much set in stone by now. You've, there's no other opponent for Randy that they're going to come up with. The Fiend, they're obviously going to have him on the card. Maybe they'll do it in a Firefly Funhouse match. I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if another stadium in Florida is ready for a Randy Orton-Bray Wyatt match after that match I sat through live in the building at um, Camping World Stadium back in 2017. That was not a good match live. Best thing about that match was Bray Wyatt's entrance. That was great live. Although I would like to see a Fiend entrance in one of these stadiums. That would be good um, to see. But yeah, whether we'll get it or not, who knows? I mean, the match itself, I don't really have much to say about the match. As I say, Orton gets eliminated. Uh, he RKO's Jeff and Kofi. We get that spot where Omer breaks the glass. And AJ runs around and enters himself into the match. And it's like, on Raw, wasn't the main event of Raw last week who was fighting to not have to enter the chamber until last? And you've got AJ. AJ competed in that match. To try and be the last person into the chamber. And here he is voluntarily entering himself into the chamber. Just, just, just weird, weren't it? Just weird. Pierce makes almost leave. Um, we got some... I mean, we, the Drew Sheamus stuff was good. 
Yeah. Although I don't think Drew versus Sheamus is a WrestleMania worthy type of match, because it's been built up for so long, I wouldn't have been totally against them doing it. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot, there's a big story they could have paid it off at Mania. Drew and Sheamus on paper is not a WrestleMania match. But if you get the feud right, you could, they could have made it a WrestleMania way match. They work well together. I like the bit how normally with WWE, if you've got the big baby face in the ring, Sheamus is um, the do 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 do. Sheamus comes into the ring, yeah. And normally I thought Sheamus has turned on Drew. Typical WWE would be if someone's turned heel on someone to have them cower away. But no, Sheamus gets in the ring, doesn't act like a coward, and these two start throwing bombs at each other. And this was the best part of the match. The Drew Sheamus stuff was brilliant. Um, and yeah, I still can't believe, I can't believe they, did, they weren't the last two, but that did sort of make sense at the end. Um, we get Hardy running wild, he's doing whispering the winds off the top, and I thought, he's getting eliminated soon. I mean, before that, sorry, I did miss Sheamus eliminating Kofi Kingston, but yeah, Hardy's running wild, I thought, well, WWE, typical booking for one of these elimination matches means he's going, and that was right, Claymore, and Hardy is gone. Um, we get Sheamus hitting a broad kick to Drew, yeah, so Sheamus could have had Drew beaten here. It did look like he had him beaten. But AJ hits his phenomenal forearm out of nowhere and we never found out. So it does look like we're going to get this Drew-Sheamus match. I'd say it fast lane, but they've took the belt off him. What what are they going to do? What are they going to do here? I'll finish the match before I talk about what I think they're going to do. Um, so yeah, AJ beats Sheamus clean. And then Drew pins AJ um, with a mid-air claymore kick. And then we get Bobby Lashley. I would have think the show would have been so much better if it had just gone off air. But it reminded me of one of those things where with WWE, where sometimes a shock value moment, even if it's a really shit shock, people love. Like I remember when Alexa cashed in the Money in the Bank. Um, was it against Ronda? It was against someone, and everyone was buzzing in the crowd like, "Oh my god!" And I was thinking, "Yeah, but this means Alexa Bliss is going to be the champion to go in a feud with Ronda Rousey." I don't want to see that at SummerSlam. But people pop, people pop for surprises. But not me. Not me. Um, but yeah. So basically, Lashley comes down, attacks Drew because he's fuming. He lost the US belt. MVP's clearly sent him. This allows the Miz to cash in. He hits his, what is it? His fucking, what's it called? His fucking finale, whatever it's fucking called. And uh, Drew kicked out. But then he gets another one and wins the belt. The Miz, the Miz. <laughs> the Miz is the WWE champion. It's laughable. It's laughable. We've got Kota Ibushi, IWGP heavyweight champion. We've got Kenny Omega, AW world champion. And we've got the Miz, WWE champion. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But that's where we're going. The road to WrestleMania sees the Miz as the champion. And what? Let's... I've stated my anger, I've stated how ridiculous I think it is, the booking for both titles heading into Mania on this show. But let's talk about where we think they're going to go. I mean, what, what's Fastlane going to be? What is Fastlane going to be? I mean, is Drew Sheamus, maybe Drew Sheamus should keep it. We're all assuming that Mania is going to finish with Drew being the champion. I think everyone unanimously would say that, yeah? So, do you save Drew Sheamus till after WrestleMania? We've got a post-Mania Feud set up then, but then what do you do with Sheamus for these months? Or do you go with Drew versus Sheamus at Fastlane non-title? Say the winner of that, the winner of Drew Sheamus gets the title match at Mania. And then have Bobby versus The Miz at Fastlane. Fucking hell, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? So maybe that's the, maybe they'll do something on Raw tonight. But I think logical, well, logical and WWE don't go together. But if you're trying to predict, which is always stupid unless you're Tebs who actually predicted that this would happen last night. Well done, Teb. Cheers for that. Um, but yeah, I think what you're going to see, fast lane. you know what I mean? You'll have MVP coming out, say, well, a deal was a deal. We'll get Bobby Lashley versus the Miz at um, fast lane. Lashley will take the belt off the Miz at fast lane. We'll have Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a number one contenders match. Drew McIntyre will beat Sheamus, and there we've got it. Drew versus Bobby Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I mean, for me, this is like going to be one of them where I think in a few years, if that match does happen, you know, like how people look back and say, as if Del Rio versus Jack Swagger was a world title match at WrestleMania. I look back and think, did that really happen? Did they really book Del Rio and Swagger as a world title match at Mania? 
Same with Edge and Del Rio. Is Edge and Del Rio really a world title match at Mania? And then it's going to be the same as this. We're in about four years. We're going to be like, do you remember in that pandemic when we needed a little glimmer of hope and they had Drew versus Lashley at Mania? I mean, a few people can be like, oh, I like Lashley, which is fair enough. You can like what you want, but it's my podcast and I think Drew versus Lashley is a poor choice when you've had a year to build for this match. A poor choice of WrestleMania main events. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And that was your WWE Elimination Chamber 2021 pay-per-view. I mean, it, it wasn't boring, was it? I mean, I went into that pay-per-view expecting nothing to happen. It did. It wasn't necessarily what I thought should have happened. But, hey... Maybe you can say at least there's something to talk about. As a podcaster, they've given me something to talk about. I've had a lot of things to talk about on this show, so I suppose I should be grateful for that, but I'm not. I'm not. Ryan saying, Bobby versus Sheamus at WrestleMania could happen. Oh, mate. I, I don't want to see that. Either. That is not WrestleMania worthy. It's two heels against each other. So I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I can't see that happening, Ryan. But it's WWE, so who knows? Um, RJ saying, will there be a singles match between The Fiend and Randy Orton or a mixed tag match, The Fiend and Alexa versus Randy and Nikki? I don't know. I've not really seen much of Nikki Cross recently. Um, I, I think they're going to go with The Fiend, Randy Orton, Firefly Funhouse or something along those lines. Maybe they'll do it in the flesh. Who knows? They're going to do some shit, aren't they? Something stupid. I'm guessing we're going to get one cinematic match at Mania. And I think The Fiend versus Orton is the one that makes the most sense so yeah i think we're gonna unless, unless anyone else has anything to, i think we're gonna wrap up the show just want to say thanks to everyone for listening thanks to everyone in the chat who contributed to the show um yeah so i'd appreciate all if you could retweet the show on twitter um like the show whatever subscribe share the podcast basically and yeah that's it remember we're on patreon um if you want to support the show it's www.patreon.com forward slash Daniel Ball Wrestling. Um, I will be doing some stuff up with the Patreon. I've got some works for the Patreon um, where we will be getting additional shows that are already being recorded at this moment in time. I'll reveal that in a few months, though. Um, but, yeah, so the road to WrestleMania is fully underway. Fully underway. What are we going to get? Who knows? Um, I will be back. I'm going to be back on Tuesday. I'll be back next Tuesday um, to talk all your news. The show is moving to Tuesday. So if you watch WWE versus AEW live um, consistently weekly, um, we are moving from Thursdays to Tuesdays. Um, so I might do a quick review of Dynamite this week um, just to keep everyone like in line and in tune. But Tuesday going forward is going to be the day, you probably around this time, that we're going to be doing the podcast. Um so, yeah, we'll see it. Christopher, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. I, I say every listen is much appreciated. Although I've ranted a lot. I've ranted a lot tonight on the show. Um, that is, I don't know, I do appreciate everyone listening. So, yeah, that's it. We're going to wrap up. Um, oh, we've got one more question. One more question. Go on, I'll spare you a couple of minutes. Let me have a look. I'm dying for this drink. Let me have a bit of drink and we'll talk about it. Will we see Brock Lesnar having a match for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania? I hope so. I really do hope so. I hope that they've maybe not had him appear because he only wants to appear on the show just before Mania. Hopefully. I wouldn't be totally against if we have to see it. Lashley versus Lesnar versus Drew. Maybe that would work. I'm not a big fan of triple threat matches at Mania, but it's something and it's better than Drew versus Lashley. But yeah, I'm off. Thanks everyone for joining us. As I say, check out We Will Be Back. Maybe doing a Dynamite review on Thursday, but 100% next Tuesday and every Tuesday going forward. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great Monday. I need to catch up on some sleep. Have a great Monday. And, yeah, I'm going to leave you with The Miz as WWE Champion. See you later, everyone. Begging for forgiveness was such a waste of time. And the bullets start to fly, and the bars about to break. When you hear the cry, it's too much for me to take. They said the world does not belong to you. You are not the king.
Don't 